0: Hi everyone, my name is Lily and we're going to start the first episode of my new podcast today which is going to be covering a hidden history figure which is Claudette Colvin. Claudette Colvin um, is a woman who is not very often remembered for her contributions to history in the United States. However, I truly believe that she should be. As I have done extra research and really delved into her life, her contributions, and the importance of her actions, I'm just so shocked that we don't remember her and that we don't learn about her in history classes and in um, the news and that she isn't recognized like other historical figures who did very similar things are. So I don't want to give too much away, but let's just jump in to first of all talking about who is she, what did she do, what's the big deal. Let's kind of give the clips note effect and side of what this podcast is ultimately going to be about. So to begin, Cladette Colvin is a black woman who grew up in the United States. She grew up in Alabama. She now currently, or at least... At the point where the research was done, was living in the Bronx, New York. And she um, went to school at Booker T. Washington High School. And she was growing up and was a teenager around the time the civil rights movement really started to take force and really begin to take the country by storm, especially in Alabama. So... Claudette Colvin was basically the first Rosa Parks. So we all know the story of Rosa Parks, or at least we should. And Rosa Parks was a very famous and very well-known black woman who um, refused to give up her seat on a bus because she was asked to give it up for a white person. At the time, this segregation of buses was legal in Alabama, specifically in Montgomery. And Rosa Parks was known as being kind of the mother of the civil rights movement, and she was kind of known for really kickstarting this. After Rosa Parks refused to give up her bus seat, she was arrested and charged for violating the bus laws. And consequently, the Montgomery bus boycott began, which ultimately continued to lead towards the civil rights movement today, the coming up of Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, other figures of that sort, again Rosa Parks, as these political figures for social justice and social equity that we still really look up to and follow today in our continued fight for equal rights for African Americans and Black people within our community and Our nation and world. So Claudette Colvin, however, was only 15 at the time when she decided to do the exact same thing that Rosa Parks had done, but six months before. So this was really a movement that was started by Claudette Colvin, even though she has never really been recognized for being the beginner of such an sane movement that really changed so much in our country. Many people look at Rosa Parks as, again, being the mother of the civil rights movement, and they say this because she's the one who started the Montgomery bus boycott. However, I would argue that Claudette Colvin is truly the person who did start the bus boycott and who kick-started that. As Rosa Parks did this after Claudette Colvin, Rosa Parks even mentioned to Interviewers that she knew who Claudette Colvin was, she knew what she had done, she loved her um, willingness to take a stance and to speak up for herself and um, to take initiative on speaking up for the inequality that was being experienced by Black Americans. And this is kind of where she derived her idea. And so, therefore, I think that Claudette Colvin should be given the credit for really starting this movement. And really continuing to progress Black American rights in our country, as many of the things and many of the um, progressions that we have made for Black Americans was kind of sparked by this um, bus boycott, which then sparked the civil rights movement, which then sparked multiple amendments and legislations and acceptances of black Americans. Obviously, we are still fighting this fight today. It is far from over, unfortunately. But this beginning of the movement was really sparked truly down to its core by Claudette Colvin, who was at the time only 15 years old. She went to jail for it. And so let's just begin to talk about who she was, kind of how she grew up, how like all of this started, what her motives were. In our second episode, we're going to talk about just really, the like, what happened, the gr- nitty gritty details of that day, and kind of this series of events and everything that occurred. And we'll just kind of really dive deep into that. But today, we're kind of just going to talk about her background and how this maybe even was brought into her head. And then in the third and final episode, we will talk about how. She has impacted our world in a more, um, we'll look at the more like um, individual ways and things that she, that what she did has directly impacted our world today and why we should ultimately care about it and why she maybe wasn't originally given the, recognition that she should have, which we'll touch on that a little bit today and in the next episode as well. Um, but ultimately that will be mainly focused on in the third episode. So let's just get started with talking about her. I've been rambling too much already, so let's just move on. So, um, Claudette Colvin was again, a 15 year old girl who did the exact same thing that Rosa Parks did just six months before. Claudette Colvin was born in 1939 and Excuse me. She was raised by her aunt and uncle, but she called them her parents. And um, it hasn't really been shared what her actual situation was with her true parents. But she lived with her aunt and uncle in a part of Montgomery, Alabama that is known as King Hill. Now, King Hill is kind of like the slummy part of like Montgomery area. It was kind of the part where everyone knew that you know, you never really would want to, like, go to King Hill. Like, that wouldn't be, like, a safe area to go to. Or it wasn't a desirable area. The people who lived in King Hill were specifically really poor. And most of them were extremely dark-skinned blacks. And one thing that really just is so um, crazy, and I think something that is really not talked about enough is that there was um, also, a lot of discrimination, competition, and racism within the black community, um, within people who were lighter skinned, darker skin, mixed, people who were um, from different um, parts and places of Africa um, or wherever they were from. And a lot of this caused kind of this competition and the darker skin that you had, the more that you were discriminated against. And you were even discriminated against by lighter-skinned Black people as well. And um, Claudette Colbin was an extremely dark-skinned Black girl. Um, she had just this beautiful dark complexion. However, that really caused her to be discriminated against even more. And so King Hill was kind of full of these extremely poor dark-skinned Blacks who were really discriminated against. Um, even though slavery was over, they were still kind of seen as that bottom tier of the food chain and kind of being just the the undesirable. Um, so that's where she lived. And Colvin says in an interview that King Hill wasn't necessarily a bad area, but it had a reputation. And that reputation wasn't necessarily good. And again, it just wasn't desirable. This is one of the reasons that Claudette Colvin will not be chosen to represent this the Civil Rights Movement was because of this area that she lived in and grew up in, whereas Rosa Parks grew up in a slightly more wealthy area and was not known to be as poor or um, impoverished as Colvin was. So Colvin was a student at Booker T. Washington High School, which is a very um, infamous high school in Alabama and Montgomery, um, because multiple... Um, students there really grew to be these figureheads of um, the struggle of Black Americans, specifically Jeremiah Reeves, which many of us might know about. This was one of Colvin's classmates, Jeremiah Reeves was, and he was actually executed by the U.S. government um, after being falsely convicted of raping a white woman. And the reason why this whole thing occurred was in this time, it was not... Excuse me. It was not okay for a black um, man to be having sexual relations with a white woman, even if it was consensual. So this white woman who accused Jeremiah Reeves of rape had actually just been caught. Somebody had walked in on Jeremiah and this white woman having consensual sex. And so she therefore, instead of admitting to having consensual sex with a black man, which was not okay in this time, just rather said it was rape and that he had raped her. And so he was convicted. Obviously, there was not going to be any use of um, his testimony or anything as whatever he said was just going to be seen as wrong and just him trying to cover up what he had done as people were going to be protecting the white woman here. He was um, executed though by the U.S. government and this really angered Colvin and she just felt very enraged by his wrongful death and As she was going throughout high school, she was extremely inspired as she began to learn from her teachers about Black history and African countries and civil rights issues. And one thing that was really beneficial, Colvin says, about going to a segregated school was obviously there weren't many benefits to it. However, she did have all Black teachers, and these all Black teachers were very um, motivated and um, impassioned by teaching their students about Black American rights and um, injustices that had occurred to them and teaching them about civil rights and the injustices that they have been living through and really empowering them to take charge and be a part of this. And so Claudette Colvin learned about Sojourner Truth. Um, She learned about Harriet Tubman. She learned about all of these amazing and really um, famous and infamous um, Black people who many of them black women who really stood up for themselves and took the initiative to even though they knew that change wasn't going to be easy they took the initiative to at least start trying and Colvin really thought that she never had the intention of starting this movement she didn't have the intention of that day stepping on that bus and really starting this movement um But she was just pushed to a breaking point and she exploded and she just really became a bomb that set off in Montgomery and really lit it on fire. But no one really cared that it was Claudette Colden who did it. However, her impacts really have affected the rest of um, history in America since then. So, um, again, Claudia went to this high school, which is where um, she was um, friends with the other girls who she ended up refusing to get off of the bus with. And also the other girls who she was eventually involved in a court case with, which we'll talk about more later. Um, but she was a wonderful student. Many people um, knew her as this wonderful, um, young, bright girl who was kind of held back, but also was um, very smart and kind of outgoing in a way. And she was just kind of a normal kid. There wasn't anything like spectacular about her. There wasn't, she wasn't this amazingly um, politically recognized young girl. She was just a 15 year old high schooler who decided one day to take a stance. Claudette did become pregnant soon after she um, refused to give up her seat on the bus. And she became pregnant with a white man's um, child, and he was far older than her, um, in which she would not ever release the name of her um, child's father. Um, But this was another reason, since she was pregnant out of wedlock and with a probably believed to be married, white man's child, older white man's child, that she was also not chosen to be this kind of figurehead of the movement. Um, And that is another reason why they opted for Rosa Parks in this. Anyways, that is the first episode of this podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed and that you learned something. We're going to delve even deeper into really what happened on that day. Um, In the next episode, and then again, the episode after that, we will cover more of why she's important, why it's important to recognize her. Um, And recognizing Claudette Colvin does not mean that we are no longer recognizing Rosa Parks, but both of them can and both of them should be recognized as doing amazing things for um, Black Americans, especially as women um, in a time where that was not accepted for really black Americans, or women just at all to stand up and really voice their opinions. So have a great day, guys. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Stay tuned.